it's the king. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about rentals, short-term, long-term, agritourism, things of that nature. <laughs> uh, so what has brought this on is we closed on another income property last week, and it has been a whirlwind of activity. It is now a shell because you and some friends just handled it the past weekend, and we're already on, we need another dumpster. It would be dumpster number three. Number three. So it was... a lot of stuff. It was a unique property in that we... Bought it as is, including... That's not true. So everything we buy is pretty much as is, because that's one of the ways of us getting, you know... the. It's part of the way we do our real estate investments. Yes, but this was different because it was oh. chock full of stuff. Oh, no, this one was more we, as is than anything we've ever had. We've always bought as is as, like, the house is as is. Now, as is, like, with an incredible amount of Yeah, these people don't even move. They didn't even, they literally just like walked outside and locked the door. Yep. And the locks were changed. And the person who lived there, we, well, you've known all your life. Yeah. And uh, they reached out to you and asked you to pack their clothes because they didn't. Yeah. So it's been a very interesting. A little bit different. Deal. Unique situation. It is. But since it's our every waking moment discussion right now i figured we might as well breach the topic because we have both short-term and long-term rentals so and you know we do not have a rental on our property and and no agritourism at all that's why i laughed when she said it yes but i still think if you do have space on your property or a like, even if you're brave. Let's be clear. If you have, like, a solid, like, 20 square feet that is unused, Kira will find a way to make you money on it. Well, I, you're the salesperson of the family. Right, but you're the one that has to make money off of everything. Well, that's not true. I just like, I like to, things need to work for themselves. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> if you have a space and you have a farm, agritourism is huge right now. So, here, right. I like, we're basically going to go over pros and cons of short-term and long-term rentals and how to set up either and how they're different um, or set up both. So I do not ever want to have short-term or long-term vacation rent or rentals on our property because I like privacy. But maybe I could if it was like yeah. on a big property that was, yeah. it was far, far away from me yeah. and my home. And since you like to venture out to get the mail sometimes naked, when we're on a very busy street and you like to, like, play that game of chicken, you definitely can't have any agritourism rentals on anywhere near your house. So. <laughs> I mean, you say that, that we couldn't, but some people would be down. Oh, my gosh, gross. No. What? I'm, I don't share. Anyway, so. I was not saying that. <laughs> Gracious. Okay, we're going down the wrong path. I don't know why you took us down here. All right. Restart. We're going to talk about rentals. And not how I'm naked all the time. Yeah, not how you enjoy being naked. No. Okay, so. Tiny does too. Yes, she does. <laughs> she played the piano naked for like an hour and a half today. <laughs> I'm hoping she outgrows it, but <laughs> you are not the, you are not the <laughs> ideal candidate for 
an example. So, anyhow. That hurt. Okay, that's enough of naked talk. We're done. I didn't say anything. <laughs> For a vacation rental, if you are in... A nudist colony. Stop I'm it. sorry, I'm done. If you are on a farm that is anywhere near a metropolitan area, let's say like 30 minutes to an hour and a half out, um, that would be very helpful in terms of vacation rentals. So you can kind of play off that metropolitan area and somebody might want to visit that city but not want to stay in that city and see opportunities around it. Would you agree? Um, So... For us, our short-term vacation rental is unique in that it's in a college town. Yeah. And it was funny because we were like, you know, we brought it, basically, it wasn't, it was after the recession, but it was, housing nee. prices were still very low. Um, so we bought it for cheaper than our car. According to the government, the recession was over. According yeah. to home prices, now that we are educated on the subject, it was not over. Yes, it was literally cheaper than our current vehicle. Um, so, and it's, an and it's also quadrupled in value. Yes, which is insanity. So, we bought it in a college town as a short-term vacation rental because we also wanted to use it. Yeah. So we um, bought it for football games. We bought it for football games, but we thought about you know was our target, and it was people who wanted to come visit burn it down university of georgia and parents of students who want to come visit for parents weekends and uh, football games and such things like that so we just thought you know there'll always be a market when will there not be a market in athens georgia for when they shut down school when they shut down the country then the market for college that being the case i'm not gonna lie (laughs) this is where we differ sometimes because kira will joke about that part of it i don't even remember how long it was that we didn't have anybody come in that rental all i know is is that ever since you know the world decided like okay we're moving on we're gonna we're just gonna keep going we have never been so busy no ever no we've never been so busy our demand has tripled yes it has. It absolutely. So for that first six so months. So like, I mean, yeah, it sucked for a minute and the whole mm. world sucked for a minute. That's just mm. the way life is. But after that, I'm talking demand is like kind of funny. Oh, like it's never like, available. Like to like the we point can't go. to where people ask me if they can go and I always respond with, I have no idea. Ask my wife. She's in charge because that's what she runs all that. So I just kind of, you know, stay off to the side. Like I'm not even going to speak to it because I have no idea. I can't go. No, we have. I can't there's go. There's no open. Right, times. there's no there's no time for us to go. Like we took Savannah up there to retire and had to pull a flipping day trip. Yes, because I couldn't even sleep on the couch for twelve hours, no. or not even that. I mean, let's be clear, I sleep for like four hours. I couldn't right. even do that. Savannah, our horse. That's confusing because we're in Savannah, but it was Savannah, our horse. We retired to green green pastures up there. We did not. I said retired last time. I didn't like clarify. Like she's not dead. She went to live on a farm. She, yeah, right. <laughs> she is literally on to ride eighty the, acres. What was it called? Ride the rainbow. What, what it's the rainbow bridge. The rainbow bridge. Yes. No, she's yeah. alive. Um, she just couldn't be here anymore because she was dangerous. Dangerous. So Psychotic. she's up there with other horses, living her rainy? best life. It is raining. So, anyhow, that is the only time where we were like, oops, we've got nothing coming in. And thankfully, our jobs went forward. We didn't, we, we yep. weren't, a, I mean, we were affected, but it wasn't anything 
financially. We didn't lose our jobs. No. So we were able to cover our mortgage. And, you know, when you have a vacation rental or a short-term rental, you have to pay all the utilities and all, you know, you have to have a TV service or some Don't type of entertainment. Don't all this because we're going to go pros and cons here in a minute. Well, right, right. So we had to pay all of that. Yeah. So anyway, so basically demand for a vacation rental depends on where you are. And yeah, don't be dumb. Yeah, I mean, don't buy it in the middle of a no, desert right. with nowhere to get well, to. No, it's, it, don't buy it in a place where people do not come in, travel in often. You can, so, you know, there's a very famous um, chicken-based fast food restaurant that will not allow you to, oh, I'm sorry, fast casual restaurant that will not allow you to open one of their restaurants, build one of their stores, do any of that stuff without doing the proper research. And the research is traffic. How many people drive by this place a day? Is it traffic from left and right? Is it from out of town? Is it in town? Is it constant? Like, is it all day? Is it seven days, five days? Like, all of these crazy studies about who comes by here, how many people drive by here, what is the possible income, you know, what is the income potential? Sorry, that's the best way to say it. You have to do that if you're going to do a vacation rental. You have to, like... Look, like, is this a tourist place? Is this where people come and go often? Is this somewhere that is in high demand or could be high demand, should be high demand in the next, you know, coming future? Because if you just buy it in some random place and whatever, then, like, it's not going to work. You might get, like, one or two a year. Right. But you're not going to get you're, Right, you're not going to do the turnover. Cost. Right, and it's absolutely, it's a turnover thing. Like, you have to get them in, get them out. Get them in, get them out. I mean, it's a hotel. You're running a hotel. Oh, yeah, It's a bed sure. and breakfast. That's what we're doing. Were you talking about Chick-fil-A? Yes, you can't say that. Yes, I can. I just read Truett Cathy's... Uh, you can't say that. ...autobiography or biography. I don't know if he wrote it or not. But, uh... A book about him. He was on the cover. It was fantastic. You told me to bring Chick-fil-A home one day. I was I, hungry. When I went to the thrift store. And I asked for a store. chicken sandwich, and she brought me a book. Well, I was at the thrift store, and it was right I'm there. I'm sorry. Books are great, but I wanted a chicken sandwich. Well, I brought you a Chick-fil-A book, literally. And it was I'm fascinating. Still sad about it. it was fascinating, all of that information. and then, But it's so much more than that. I mean, to become one of their people, like, you go through of course you do. a huge process because to make sure that you right, have you. their values, which is amazing. That's why Chick-fil-A's are so amazing, right. for the most part. It's why when you walk in, someone smales and says hello. Yes. There is anyway. So on average, did but you that know? hospitality is important, <sighs> also in in this situation. So oh, for sure, so absolutely. You're, you're always on call. Mm. Like the reason I run these twenty four, and the reason I can't just turn my phone off and be like, oh gosh, and the reason I have my watch attached to me is I am always mm. on call. I I could get a message at two o'clock in the morning, and if I happen to see it and wake up like. I have to handle it if there's a plumbing issue, if there's electrical issue. I swear to you, y'all, I had to call a plumber out a couple weeks ago because the sink drain closed itself. Like it dropped down, and they couldn't figure out how, how to get it up. And we don't live in that city. If we lived there, you would have run over and gotten up the drain. It was literally a little lever underneath on the pipe. I had to, which they never sent me an invoice. Maybe they felt like it was that they dumb. They probably thought it was that dumb. Yes. Uh, like, it, it was that dumb. But I, that, you have to handle those things. Mm-hmm. There is a person that you're providing a service to, and they're in need. And, I mean, it has its limits. But then again, after COVID, after COVID uh, we had a lot of, for the first time ever, long-term renters. 
And I would give them discounts because, I mean, I'm not going to charge $150 a night for six months. But so we'd give them some discounts for long-term renting. And, I mean, literally, we provide soap, shampoo, uh, paper towels, toilet paper, laundry detergent. We provide all of that because it's a vacation rental. People are normally in and out. It's not normally long-term. So these people rented for six months. It was at a discounted rate than normal. They, they messaged me when they ran out of toilet paper. I had to order them some toilet paper. I was like, I was furious. I was like, I'm not. I'm not. And you were like, it's like $12. You are. You're buying them toilet paper. Because yeah. I was like, are you kidding? Like, you're you're serious right now. Oh, and, like, yeah. I get it. Like, this is, but I was providing a service. And what annoyed me was they were there for six months. They wanted me to provide toilet paper to them for six months, even though they got a discounted rate. But whatever, we did it. Provided them toilet paper. Uh, but you have to provide those things. All the little comforts that you would get in a hotel, that's what you're providing. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we provide coffee, but, like, we don't provide breakfast. Like, we don't have, like, some Airbnbs or VRBOs, there's a breakfast option, especially if someone lives nearby or maybe, like, if you're renting a room, it's kind of like a bed and breakfast deal. Oh, yeah, no, that's a whole other. We don't do any of that, yeah. but it is an option. So the other thing is, when you're setting this up, you're aiming for that kind of hotel vacation, relaxing experience. So you don't want to clutter it. You don't want it to be this hodgepodge of, we've stayed in a couple Airbnbs, and we've not, like, there was one where it was in Huntington Beach, and it was in the perfect location. It Mm. was a wonderful price. Yeah. It was some dude's apartment. I mean, it's a one-bedroom with a toilet. Like, it was bad. He spent the night at a friend's house for a couple nights while we were there. And, like, we didn't realize that until we got there. And literally, all his clothes were there. The fridge was chock full of his groceries. I was like, this is... It felt very violating. Like, like, not violating. Intrusive. Yeah, like, it felt like we were in his space. And, like, I didn't... We were in his bed. It was weird. It was weird. Like, I wondered if he washed it. And everything was fine, and I gave him a great review. I mean, it was a great location. But I said, like, like, I wish you would have given me a heads up. So, like, you want to provide a space where people feel comfortable just hanging out. And, sh- like, like maybe you do have some essentials, like condiments in the fridge. But you don't want... I remember one time that somebody walked into our apartment, and our cleaning lady had forgotten to take out a to-go box out of the fridge. Oh, yes. That lady raised hell, and she left. She left because of the to-go box in the fridge, and there was, we have old um, tubs that we had not been able to pay to have refinished yet, so they had, like, a couple rust spots, and she thought it was disgusting, and I had to refund her. I didn't have to, but I refunded her, and, I mean, she was there all of two minutes, and, I mean, that's that was the only time that's ever happened. And I, we had just had a baby, and we hadn't been there. And I was like, you know what, maybe something's fallen through the cracks. And she called me, and I was like, will, like, will you please, I need to know, like, your feedback, what is happening. And so she did that, and we put $3,000 on her credit card to refinish the tubs because I get it. I mean, you want to go somewhere, and you want it to be clean, and you want it to feel safe and nice. Especially with COVID world, you want it to be clean. You don't want any residue from anybody else, which this was before COVID, but anyhow. 
So when you're setting it up and you're trying to figure out what furnishings, what decorations, what for, I would suggest, and so do other things, that you pick a subtle theme. And it can be anything from, like if you're at the beach, coastal, okay. But you also don't want it to feel like like walking into home goods when you're like thrown with all this stuff in your face. Like it needs to be somewhat subtle. So we're in a college town. We graduated from that college. We had a lot of paraphernalia from that from Georgia. Still do. University of Georgia. Mo- we used to have a Georgia room yep. in our house. Most of that stuff went up to Athens. And I didn't make it like, it's in your face. I mean, it is. You're in Athens. You're in an apartment in Athens. There's Ugga pictures and Herschel Walker pictures and, you know, G's. But then again, you have to keep it kind of appealing to others. We have a lot of away game visitors, too, and I don't want them to feel like... We charge them more. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, but And they'll say, like, obviously a Georgia apartment. But I also looked into Athens itself and what was what made Athens Athens. Like, how did it become that way? Well, it was actually called the Manchester of the South. Mm-hmm. It was a huge cotton railway mm-hmm. section. and Then the music came. And then music came, so it became a music hub. R.E.M., B-52s are the most famous, but there's quite a few bands. The Georgia Theater's there, 40 40 Watt. So it has this culture outside of the university. And I'm going down this rabbit hole to make the point of... To keep me all excited and then I can't even go. I know. uh, Athens, Georgia is one of the best places ever. (laughs) Like, apart from the school. We love the school, but apart from school, one of the best places. So... Anyway, I'm going down this to make the point of wherever you are, there's history and there's a story. And find it. Find what's unique about that place and... Celebrate it. And celebrate it Mm. and make it an experience for somebody when they come in. Like, maybe some people walk in and they don't understand why we have some farm animal decorations. Well, that's mostly because... It was an agricultural hub. I mean, still, I mean, comically enough, it still is. Oh, the ag just, yeah, school right, of the Georgia ag is huge. Huge, like top five in the country every yeah. year. I mean, just from an educational, I mean, it's where I graduated. I mean, mm-hmm. and from an education to an outreach to a breath, I mean, they mm-hmm. have everything. I mean, there's a slaughter facility flipping on campus. Oh, yeah. I mean, like for all sorts of animals. It's crazy. Right. So, and you don't want... To shove it down your throat. So say like, okay, agritourism, you have a cottage in, on your farm. You got farm animals out front. You don't need to fill it with like grandma's rooster wallpaper everywhere and everything matching and like make Sounds it cool. make it pleasing, not cluttered, and, and a subtle theme. Yeah, yeah subtle's better. Think, right? Yes, think calm with yeah. your art. with your, And you can have... The the best thing that we ever did in our apartment was adding one unique feature that no other apartment, especially vacation rentals, because I check them out, around us has. Because we're in an apartment complex, we added a fake fireplace. We have a beautiful antique mantle with an inset, like on the wall fireplace with a fake backsplash. It's dumb. It wasn't that expensive to do. Do you know how warm and cozy it is because Athens gets pretty chilly mm. for Georgia mm-hmm. standards 
when you can curl up next to a fireplace, even if it's fake, with a glass of wine in the evenings, it's wonderful. And it's a, it's a unique feature that people love. Mm-hmm. We have a little rocking chair you can get close to it with. Like, when you're building your space and you're thinking of furnishings, you want durability. And if you don't have durability, which we, we were given a ton of the, most of the furniture up there. And the ones that weren't durable, we knew, like... You're not going to make it. You're, you're going to break at some point. And, and things have. But then there's other things where, like, they were broken to begin with. And they played into that rustic, industrial, farmy. So this whole, like, patinaed, weathered look, that helps you when when you're decorating because it's going to be weathered. I mean, it. I mean we've had... It's not near like my cousin's vacation rental on Tybee Island. She's got turnaround like crazy. It's on at the beach. It's not near like that. But we've we've run quite a few people through there the past six years. I mean, it's been mm-hmm. it's been busy. So yeah, it's been a lot. So you want to th- make sure you think about how tough are your linens? How much do you want to spend on them? Home goods is our best friend. Whenever mm-hmm. we go there, we make a Absolutely. run for new towels and new sheets and anything to replace all of that stuff because it has a lot of wear and tear. And the minute you get a stain on something, it has to go. You can't keep oh, yeah, it. No, you're right. Yeah. If you can't get it out, it has to go. It has to be replaced. It goes back to that feeling safe and clean. So we've talked about clutter and durability, sturdiness. And what about like when you're walking in to a hotel, what's the first thing you do? You've got your bag. What do you want to do? I just want to pee. Okay. So clean bathrooms and accessible bathrooms. You want to put your bag somewhere. You want to turn on the light and put your bag somewhere. The minute you walk in somewhere that you are unsure of and you don't, even if it's like daytime outside, you can turn on the light, put on down your bag. So think of things like that that are common sense. Like have a luggage rack, have lighting in easy places. Make sure that your lighting is is good we've gotten complaints that are we have like hanging they're not sconces but like hanging basket lights above our couch we've gotten complaints that they're too low of lighting because there's not an overhead light which we haven't put in and we've gotten complaints that they're too bright so you can't please everybody but you do your best i imagine if somebody's curled up on the couch and reading a book they have a light above them and here we go uh make sure there's blankets, you know, people get chilly. Make sure the blankets are easily washed, like washable, so they can be thrown in with your bedding. And and they're right there for the taking. Someone doesn't have to search for them. Uh, in terms of, like, kitchen, make sure it's extremely well stocked. We literally have had the kindest people who, if they wanted something, they would go, like, we don't have a toaster. You don't believe in toasters. No. Toaster ovens are the death of American food. So... He, we don't have a toaster. It's or a, toaster. a liability. Let me be clear. It's neither one. But let me, let me be clear too. We do actually have a toaster now, because some kind soul thought that we just forgot a toaster and went and bought a cheap one and put it in the right. And when it burns down, I'll send him the bill. <laughs> so, I mean, you have. There was one time the Keurig wasn't working. Oh yeah, they went and bought a new one. They went and bought a. They didn't that. buy a Keurig, but they bought a drip, yeah. and they're like, "We're just gonna leave this here for you." Like. You get really kind people who are yeah. understanding when things come up. But then again, you want to make sure that yeah. you equip what they need. So for the kitchen, 
for us, um, we were going for that industrial kind of rustic look that was trendy at the time. It might still be, but definitely fit in with what we were, you know, the train, railway, and all of that. So we did open shelving in the kitchen oh, yeah. with a faux brick backsplash. It's been wonderful because even us, when we go up, I'm like, where is this? What is that? Because, you know, things are moved and... Let's be clear. It is a vacation rental and has been for how long? Six, Six years? Six years. To this day, we walk in and Kira is annoyed that someone's been there. Oh, uh, don't just blame it on me. You what? too, friend. That's why our other property won't let be a vacation rental. Well, I'd like to have one, then we don't need that. I know. It could be making money. And that is in the middle of nowhere, and it would get like two renters a year. <laughs> right, so it seems like an absolute waste it of could time. Be a tax energy. Effort. It already is. Whatever. Don't, don't worry about <laughs> it's it. It's not a tax rebuff. Okay. So, anyhow, uh, make sure that things can be found easily. P- y'all, I have the Wi-Fi password literally in a frame behind the couch. Do you know how many? And it's also, you know, in our info. But like, it's also white on a white wall. The frame is wooden. And the paper is white. Regardless, people ask me all the time. So obviously I need to change it because it's a problem. Correct. But it's going to... Should have made it red. Okay. Well, you have to make things accessible because people don't look. No, you have to assume that these people think they're staying in a hotel. They do sometimes. Because it is. That's what it is. That's what Airbnb is. Airbnb is a hotel that is not a hotel. I know, and before, like, Georgia figured out their short-term rental taxes, it was way cheaper. Oh, it was so much fun. And now it's, thing. now it's not as cheap no. as it used to be. But you can fit six people for a nightly rate of right, a hotel where you difference. can only fit I mean, four, right, right, and you have a full kitchen. Right, and you have mm-hmm. two bathrooms, and you have, I mean... Yeah, exactly. So the whole, like, seating, you want to make it so, like, for example, ours fits six people. You want to be able to accommodate six people, and then some if they have, like, friends that come over. But then you also want to make little secluded areas. So we have, like, a little bistro table on the back and little spaces throughout the house, like a little secretary where someone could work privately or or have a private, you know. We have a room with a queen and a twin and trundle, and that's great for split families. Like, they can put all the kids in one and... So think about your target and who you're trying to go for. If you just are looking for, like, a a snowbird couple who's coming down, you don't need to think about, like, bunk beds or trundle beds because they're no. probably not going to be using it. But you gotta know where you're, you got to know your market. Absolutely. Yes. The majority of people coming to Athens are trying to stay cheap so they can go have some fun. Oh, yeah. So. And if you keep your base, like, furniture and, uh, you know, base sheets all of that as as simple then you can kind of throw in more personality with your rugs and your art and your pillows and then make sure you uh, think about your area too so we're in an apartment building we have blackout blinds and sound machines because we know we're an apartment we're, like we're not advertising that we're you know you're not going to hear noises like you the minute you get in there, especially if there's a dog above us mm. with the tenant that year, you're a don't 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 don't. I mean, it's not it's not quiet. No. Like you you have other people around you, so just think about your area and what you need. So maybe you have like 
a cottage on your farm and it's by the chicken coop and people aren't used to roosters crowing at four o'clock in the morning, provide them a sound machine. Like they will thank you. So then when you're also thinking about colors, we learned we learned a lot of lessons in our first income property about colors and when we had to repaint and each room was a different color basically. Yep. When we went to plan the vacation rental, we literally picked two colors. And you put them in interesting ways so that it feels yeah, you fresh. alternate or change right. or whatever. So, like, our bathrooms and kitchens are the same color and everything else is stark white. I wanted it to be very clean and fresh. Yeah. With our income property, we have a blue house, one of them. And so we went with a blue theme on the interior. And I think we have two shades of blue. Mm. Oh, no, it's all one color now. Okay. Yeah. And we have different trim paints, so in different, like in the living areas and then the bedroom areas, so it feels kind of distinguished and different. Yep. Um, there's still salmon closet from when we lived there. I, forgot, I know, I forgot about the it's Solomon so until they left, and then I came in there and I was like, oh. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. And there's still a purple. Well, it was a dark gray, but then he repainted it because he couldn't find the paint, and now it's purple master bedroom. <laughs> And we have purple and white stripes in the is laundry. Is it purple? Because you liked that. Yes. It's a, is a master bedroom purple? It, it is now. Oh, no one sees that. You only see the solid. Yeah. So pick three to four color tops. Make sure your paint stays More in good anything, condition. More than anything, it's just to come back. So, I mean, if we're talking about, you know, efficiencies and things like that, when, like, lessons we've learned, just just calm down. Just use, like, two colors. Mm -hmm. Vary them keep it kind of you know yeah. bouncing back and forth so that it all looks different because for being honest the same flipping color looks different in every room right. so as long as you don't you know do the exact same thing everywhere you can kind of alternate mm -hmm. alternate between the two you'll never know excuse me no one will ever notice that there's different colors up no and that's where your rugs art and pillows really right. and blankets Man, can bring in that you can do whatever different. you want but it makes your yeah. life easier on touch-ups makes your life easier mm -hmm. on Getting ready, flipping the place, getting, you know, I mean, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, one more thing in decorations is fake plants. It's, I was so against fake plants. So against it. But plants bring a, a natural greenery to a space. So, we're in an apartment. We don't have a garden. And it feels fresh, sure, because the plants are, the fake plants are in there. Now, you have to dust them. Right. No. <laughs> they, they gather they, dust. They, they gather dust. They but, gather it all. And, you know, I didn't even get anything fancy. You can get fancy ones that look like real plants. I recommend the ones that have the fake beads of water on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are the best. Oh, great. That's what my grandma always had. We don't have this. <laughs> she always had the fake water on them. We, I hit up the Hobby Lobby sales section. Mm. Uh, so, anyway. I knew I didn't it, like them. It kind of brings it all together. Now, the pros of it are we have opportunity to make more money at a nightly rate if we're super busy. Uh, than we would if it was a long-term rental. Uh, we can use it when it's available. We try to go up for birthdays and such. And we like it, right? That's a pro. Yeah, we like it. Like, we like having... I, I mean, I I like... Sometimes it's annoying to deal with some people, but for the most part, I enjoy it. I enjoy welcoming them, welcoming them into the space and... And playing hostess. I mean, I'm basically a virtual hostess to a place four hours away from us. Yeah. Uh, would you add any other pros? Um, from vacation comparatively or just in general? In general. 
Um, yeah, there's all sorts of different tax things you can do just because of vacation. But yeah. I figured we'd cover that all at once. And we talked a little bit about, like, how we acquire things and stuff like that in the budget one. How yeah, we acquire no, properties. Yeah, no, that doesn't have anything to do with this. So, basically, if you have a vacation rental, you have to pay utilities. So, therefore, your utilities are 100% a write-off. So, if you have something else, you know, like, say, it's a long-term rental, assuming that you don't do it fully furnished, you do it completely empty, naked, whatever, then it's just straight, you know, your mortgage payment or your interest on your mortgage is the only thing that you can deduct. But if it's a full vacation, then you, I mean, you have to provide these things. You have to provide internet and power and water and gas and all that. So it all, basically, that helps, you know, from a tax perspective, it gives you more things that you can credit against your income um, because of the new laws that, you know, it's 100% of your income is your taxable income. You know, like every single payment you get, that's taxed as income. So you want to try to offset that as much as possible. And then it's also um, the vacation rentals are different in that if you manage them yourself, then you get to, you have more leeway on what you're allowed to kind of deduct and not deduct because you're not paying a management company. You are the management company. So that's another pro of a vacation rental. Mm-hmm. Well, another pro that could also be a con, but a pro for us is we found a wonderful person to to be our extension. Oh, for sure, there. yeah. And if you're close enough and you can do it, then you get to pay yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we aren't. So we found someone who we rely on heavily. She's awesome to help us get things restocked, let us know when things need to be ordered, help us know, like... Everything. She does everything. When the... She she's helps our ass. clean the it. boots on the ground. She absolutely is. Once, oh, my gosh, she's been there in the middle of the night looking for water leaks coming through the ceiling. Like, there was one time... <laughs> she's fantastic. She said, I swear to y'all, if I die <laughs> walking into... Because she walked into the vacant apartment above to see where water was coming from. <laughs> and she's fabulous. So... She is a pro, but if you couldn't find somebody to rely then, on and then trust, be a con. then it'd be a con. Yeah. But she's fabulous. So we, she, she's vital to our operation. Uh, so that's another pro or con, depending. Now, in terms of like risks or scams, uh, we've had, like we said, broken furniture. That's a risk, I guess. But we weren't attached to any of it's it. Kind thankfully. Of part of it. I mean, it, it is, really is just kind of part of it. It's a lot of wear and tear. Yeah, it's absolutely. Know that. Right. I mean, if you have it fully furnished, then it is a lot of wear and tear. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the way it is, especially depending on where you are. I mean, if you're on the beach, it's going to be a lot of wear oh, and tear. It's be a lot. If you're in the if you're in a college town, it's the same basic concept, except we don't have sand. Oh, we've gotten like some of our renters have they pass out on the sidewalk. They oh were, yeah. Oh. They were from Australia. Right, and they fell asleep. Yeah, they slept on the front and porch. And our neighbors called the police Straight on them. Up, yep. Found that your funny. number, called you the next day, let you have it, and we were like, "Listen, like I that that's I let I let that person go and then said, "Okay, so what exactly do you want me to do about this?" Yeah, you already called the police yeah, and they right. handled that's what it. So he was like, "I just want you to know." I was like, "Okay, well, since you already called the cops on them, then I mean, I don't know what you want me to do about it. I'm not right. going to kick them out." Well, I don't even know how you found your number. It's bizarre. And that's not hard as tax assessors. Got it. Well, anyhow, I mean, you have situations that arise, especially when you're in a high volume area. So if you're, I'm trying to bring it back to anything relevant to him setting in farm. But if you're on something like that, like. Why do we have to be relevant to that? 
Because we're a homesteading podcast. Yeah. Okay. Did you know I, that? I, I said I. I Did you know we were a homesteading block? I mean, I get it, but it's hard to, you know, bring it all back to that. I just think that this, all that stuff helps us do what we do every day. That's how I bring it back. Yes. I mean, we've tried very, very, very hard to set up. I mean, I'm talking like the only reason we have a vacation rental. I, I mean, I think I don't hate it. I think it's funny to call it that because. Well, you saw short term rental. Right. It, right. It, we have the reason we have that is because this one time. We got season tickets, and we needed somewhere to go, and we didn't have any money, mm-hmm. and we had no way to do a down payment or anything, except we could just not pay our taxes, and that could be the down payment. Don't encourage people to do bad things. I didn't encourage anything. I was telling a hypothetical story about two little mice in my pocket. and Is that why she's always talking about mice? Maybe. Um... I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a mouse in here, Mama. There's a mouse. Your mom was like, what? There's a mouse? Yeah, there's a mouse in my pocket. (laughs) Yeah, that's me and my little friend. Great. Should I have a mouse? We don't actually have mice. No, but, you know, that's Peanut's little friend. Yeah. But either way, but I'm saying, like, you know, sometimes you got to, like, we've tried very hard and we crunched for a very long time to get to the point to where we could have those things that kind of operate on themselves. And, I mean, that's our, you know. That's our retirement that's plan. That's our retirement plan, 100%. That's our homestead. Absolutely. Income I mean, plan. That's ab- yeah, yes, it is. I mean, you've got to have them. one of them, absolutely. I mean, well, it's if you alternate incomes space. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so it's basically, you know, we were 22 or 23 when we got married, and we had to, we made the decision to be as tight as possible and just work together. Oh, yeah. And a mortgage for the month was cheaper than a hotel room for the night right. for a football game. So sometimes you just got to stop mm-hmm. and think. Just a little bit outside the box. Maybe get a little creative. You could pull some crazy stuff off. And we could literally sell that place today four times more well, than we, what we paid mm-hmm. for it. But we just paid that bad boy off and we got the deed, so we're not selling anything. <laughs> not that anyway. Did you know that the deed to a property is an actual thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, we I had no now. idea. I had no idea. So here we go. I'm all One it. mortgage down. Woohoo! Four to go. <laughs> yeah, four to go. It is four, isn't it? Yes, because of that new fresh one we got last week. I know that one's still like glistening. Yeah. So let me this. finish on the risk and. Scheme. Oh yes, of course, homesteading. All right, so we have run into quite a few people on our short-term rental and. Oh, yeah. I would say 95% of them yeah. were fabulous. It's Right, yes. Right. And yes. if they weren't, like, overly perfect, they were fine. They came in. They didn't trash it. They left. Right. Was there wasn't bothered on the floor. There are a couple people who text me, like, I know they're about their grandchildren and their repeats. Stay, like, okay, for the record, they're awesome. They're amazing. They're the best. I love them. Like, they, they come all the time now. I know, right? And she was like, okay, so I know, like, y'all can't come when we're coming, but, like, can we hang out? Like, Love them. They're great. So then you find people like that, like you totally connect with. Now, there have been two incidences where I don't know what exactly happened, but bad things happen. No one knows. It was like 12 huge utility trash bags full of trash. So obviously they had a party, even though the house rules, you can set house rules that they're supposed to have. Yeah. yeah. They're not supposed to have. The crazy part is that on average, people are good people. 
Yeah. They really are. Like, they, they even truly. Even if they're annoying. They, right. Yeah, yeah. Even. Exactly. You, you can, can be extreme. Really you can annoying. be annoying. You can be overzealous. Mm-hmm. You can blah, 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 blah. But on average, you know, they take care of the stuff because they get it. And this is our stuff. So they don't want to trash well, it. And so they and do the very well. And the customer's always right. So right. I yes. Do, we so do we give in to them a lot. We, we do. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but they, they pretty much take care of your stuff. Yeah. There is that 5% that, like, they don't care. They're not going to do, like, they You're don't You're a hotel. Do, you can, they, they just, And they're going to burn it down. Oh, and they do. I get it. I mean, that's why we have, I mean, the wild so you go to Athens. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I'm talking, like, like you were saying, what did you say, 12, and when she says utility trash bags, like, the outdoor, like, 55-gallon, mm-hmm. like, black, undestructible. They took indoor furniture and left it outside. Oh, like, I mean, they took our bed and flipped it around. Oh, my God. And they then, made, like, a cage for their children with right, a day bed. right. They I mean, scratched all the walls. Like, shredded the walls, had to go and sand everything and bring yeah. it back. I mean, it was bizarre. And complained the entire time and left us a bad review. Right. And got angry that there were feathers in the feather pillow. Right. They got, like, yeah. What? Yeah, they got mad about the feathers in the down, in the down pillows, and they got mad that we didn't have a crib. Okay. What the hell would I, I have a crib? Have, I don't have a crib. Why would I have a crib? Some people do, why would but I, have I do not have a crib. But I don't understand. Why would I have a crib? All right. So, and that was three years ago, and I, we're still getting heated about those people. But the crib thing is, like, crazy. Well, then he told me that I was inept, and I obviously didn't know enough about my own rental. I was like, excuse me? Because he needed a secret Wi-Fi password? I think he was, like, a terrorist. But anyhow. (laughs) So, and then the other thing that Airbnb did recently (laughs) over COVID, and it annoys me to no end, is we are no longer allowed to see the profile picture of the people who are trying to rent from us. Okay, and so here's the thing. And that is BS. Wait a minute. Here's the thing. Since that happened... We had this random people. We've had a scam. Right. That came in because there's no picture. So, therefore, you don't even have to put up a picture. You don't have to. You have to do nothing. You no. can just And it was all this. in the name of racism. And that's crap. Because if you're looking. Right. If you see somebody's name, you know what race they are. Right. It has nothing to do with their oh, picture. Oh, right. But all. But they, you know what a picture yeah, yeah. does? It shows that that's a legitimate that's person. That's a person. And that not is a some person, some outfit that's trying to scam you. Right. So yes, we, we had a scam. Right. Yeah. And so they gave us some sob story about how they canceled at the last minute, so we had to After refund I'd them. After I'd given them check-in details. Right. After all. Right. Exactly. Which we great. have a smart lock, but I didn't cancel the code because people are normally good and right. their baby, they couldn't come, and right. I was like, I have a baby. Like, yeah. And it. then our cleaning lady went, and she was like, Wait a minute. Someone's been here. We're like, what? Oh, I just felt something felt wrong, and I asked her to go check. Right, right. And so then she went, and she's like, oh, no, no, you can tell. Like, people have been here. Like, you can see, like, the bed. They they didn't even make the beds. No. Like, come on. If you're going to scam me, at least try to be, you know, right. somewhat. It you was know. some sob story. Oh, whatever. So then but either way. she wants a refund, and I yeah. had originally was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it with her. Thankfully, you screwed that up. I messed up the refund. Yeah, she did it wrong. <laughs> she did not get a refund. Nope. I immediately called Airbnb, Airbnb when I realized what was happening. I was like, uh, which calling Airbnb difficult, not the greatest. It's because there's, it's like calling Uber. You ever called Uber? Yes, there's not no one there. Helpful. No, that's because so there are nobody works there. In San Francisco, in like a closet, there's nobody there. <laughs> I think they've upped it since COVID, but regardless, yeah, no, they have it was not easy. And I call them and I'm like, listen, uh, Jane Doe here is a scam artist and I reported her profile and now she's trying to give me a bad review because at the end of the day, we're living for reviews. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Like, obviously, right? I want to provide a good experience, but we need those reviews for other people who, like me, read reviews. So I want to be a super host with good reviews, and I want to make people happy. I mean, they pay for our services. Like, I want I want them to have a good time. 
Don't say it. Don't laugh at that. That's, what? That was funny. We're not strippers. So, speak for yourself. Shut up. You, yes. Okay. Uh, what? Back to the naked thing. You uh, always go there. You're naked. I know. While we're, while we're recording this, you're literally naked. <laughs> well, I don't understand. I mean, it's not so like that a, visual. <laughs> you are welcome. But, I mean, there's no YouTube here. I don't know why we have to be all that's formal. Fine, it's fine. It's like yeah. video calls at work. Yeah, my pajamas are too. so formal. <laughs> oh, that's what I was about to say. You're basically naked. You just have a clothes okay, on. Okay, please let me finish the story. <laughs> so, anyhow, I messed up the refund. Well, that person, whoever it was behind this... Jane Doe account, then actually fixed her account, put up a picture, and blah, blah, blah. Right, and I tried was like, to become a real account. It was late, bizarre. Right, yeah, go home. And um, she claimed all these horrible things that the minute I walked in, my children couldn't be there. It smelled like marijuana and all this. I'm like, what in the? Like, you're grasping for straws. Right. Like, like what just are you talking right. about? You told us that your baby, that your baby made you cancel because they but got then sick. You're older, your children now are older and they smelled marijuana. Right. Yeah, well, all of a sudden, yeah, it was, it was whatever. Doesn't like, matter. I hope you had a great time in Athens. I took your money because I couldn't figure out the refund. And congratulations, you are now banned from Airbnb. Right. <laughs> so, at least for this section. So, anyway, that was the only time that's ever happened. And it is because of that rule. Mm-hmm. And I hate that rule. Like, they, and they're just starting to realize, like, they set the host up for failure. Failure. Like, you're setting the host up to get screwed. And they have, like, a million dollar insurance policy. That's not true. I highly doubt it. Like, get your own insurance. If we, if somebody ever, like, burned down our thing, like, you need your own insurance. Oh, yes, because- absolutely. Yeah. So that, that is a, that is a thing. You make sure you have, um, long term rental, short term rental. Make sure you have yourself protected. So everything we have, is owned by an LLC. It is separated. It is off to itself. It is by. It is segregated away from the the homestead. From you know everything else we have because it has to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just you have to protect yourself. Like you have to speak to an accountant, speak to a lawyer. What's the best way to set this up? An what, agent. See if you need an umbrella policy. All right, all that kind of stuff. Right, policy. exactly. Because you don't want it to be. I mean, you're an easy target. I mean, someone oh, yeah. slips and falls. Someone calls mm-hmm. it. They you know goes and claims crazy things. I mm-hmm. mean, you just don't know. So you have to. It's part of it. In the beginning, we totally were like the wild west and just did whatever we wanted and just you know just like here we go. Let's hope everything's okay. But then after like a year or two, we're like okay, so we started settling down and. Oh, we have to tell that story about the beginning. Or you can finish, but then I have to tell that one story. I don't even know. Our second rental. Our second people who rented the apartment. Because the apartment wasn't finished before we bought the homestead. So we're in the middle of the homestead rental. We are still living in the other house. So we've got these two mortgages going. We have the apartment mortgage going because we haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Because something's wrong in our brains and we jump on all opportunities before. That's not something wrong. We just seize an opportunity. It was a little bit stressful. So we finally get it up. (laughs) And a roller derby team goes to stay. <gasps> okay, 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 okay. This was amazing. There was like eight roller derby ladies staying in our apartment. And I'm talking like, that's all we know, okay? That's all we know is that there's eight roller derby ladies staying in our For apartment. For a tournament. For a tournament. <laughs> that they have like multiple games a day, which yeah. I don't even know how you do multiple. In June. Ro- oh, yeah, in June. In Georgia. And the air conditioner breaks. The whole entire The system's system blown. Breaks. Like, gone. I had money set aside for my quarterly taxes for yep. my business. It went straight to an AC unit. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I will, like, I'll never forget. I was just, like, 
I, and I felt so bad for them. And thankfully, we have a friend up there, and he was wonderful and went and got him a portable yeah, AC so we, unit. Right, exactly. We went on HomeDepot.com, <laughs> bought a portable AC unit. He went over there and, and it installed it. And it was still hot. And those of people, was. those women were so, so kind. They I were mean, amazing. They were like, seriously, it's so hot. We're leaving. We're going to get some beer. We're going to a restaurant. Like, we'll be back. And we're like, oh, my gosh. We're so sorry. Like, we don't know <laughs> what else to do. We discount. We like, yeah, which, portable AC unit. Right, exactly. So, so we finally get it rented. We yeah. finally get to that point. Oh, no, it's going to be like $5,000 to replace the AC unit. Oh, and we have to refund them their entire purchase because, you know, and we it's like 80 degrees in the house. Didn't even have water set up on the homestead house uh, yet because we, we plumbed the house. And it was really stressful. <laughs> but now you can laugh about it. Hey. And it's, it was one of That's those moments. That's what beer and Hot Pockets are for. Oh, please. We did not eat Hot Pockets. We did then. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's what I'm saying. That's what beer and Hot Pockets <laughs> are for. Off of right, them. we had no other way to survive. <laughs> That's when we got fat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. A little, uh, a little cushiony. Yeah, a little PBR and some frozen uh, burritos. You made me sweat. I'm getting nervous. Those were the days. <laughs> oh, seriously. Uh, that's when Kiri used to throw no. chairs. Oh, bless. Not again. So I know you don't throw them anymore. Stop. It's great. Those it's one of one of, that's one of the moments where now when things like that happen, I just go, huh, of course it did. Oh. <laughs> and you just handle it, and you don't freak out, because, and you don't cry, because, you know, nobody died, and everything's okay. And, right. like, it's, life will move on. Right. All right. So that was short-term rental. Took up a, most of the podcast because... It's different. It requires more, and it just requires more. I mean, well, you also go into more depth than I do. Let me do. Let me do long term. It'll be shorter. Okay. So we just bought a income property last week for a long term rental, mm-hmm. and it is we're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like the other house, we lived in it. We've kind of yeah. This one we built got it. on it. Yeah, this, we bought it. We got it. Yep, and we we're rebuilding yep. and painting everything. Correct. So, what would you say about income properties long-term? So long-term income properties, you obviously need to do the same research that you're doing for a short-term. You need to make sure that there's a demand. You need to make sure that it is plausible to have someone come in. So there's some places to where, you know, you have to check your local ordinances. There are a lot of places, if you have like an HOA, you may not be able to have a rental. They may have rules against this. They may, have regula- term, yeah. they may have regulations on everything. So you need to check all that. So we have a... um area near us that's very high demand that unfortunately you know in today's world it's it's not everybody can buy right now you know from down payments to credit scores to interest rates to whatever so yeah right but i'm saying like even if there is inventory because there has been inventory crazy inventory for the last you know two years some people still can't purchase they can't afford to or can't whatever so it's very it's a lot easier to get you know a rental so all that being said, we got this place. We knew it'd be a lot of work. It hadn't um, been touched, honestly, in Since like 1983 when it was built. Yes, appliances, everything. Everything. I mean, I'm talking like everything. Yellow appliances with the woody panels. I mean, they were which awesome. I wanted to keep, and you tossed them. Because when you're doing things like income properties, you have to think about liability and insurance, mm. and a 42 year old oven. I thought we could is a liability. Somewhere, put it in your shed or something. <laughs> Cookouts. <laughs> I'll I'll cook on an open flame, um, like on a campfire. Mm-hmm. It'd be much better. Okay. Okay. So I mean, like I'm talking like today's pots and pans don't fit on the burner. 
It was not a good situation. So, anywho, I put that in the dumpster because there's nothing else you can do with that. So, you have, but there's little things that, you know, can make sure that your renter feels like you, you know, made an effort, that it's a nice place, that it's clean. Mm -hmm. So, and you want to add, here's what I've discovered with our other, the Blue House. Because we lived in it, it had a lot of personality. I was trying to make it feel like it had character. Um, So, it has butcher black countertops, it has a 1950s sink. That we ended up buying another one for here. We loved it so much and missed it. Uh, it has distressed cabinets with chalk paint. It has stained concrete floors. Like it, like it has. It's different. It's not a builder grade home. It is. We frugally did it, but we did it in a style, and people love it. It has metal roofing tile backsplash, and beadboard on the ceilings in one room. Like. And you made closet barn doors for the closet. All of that, it didn't matter that we haven't been able to redo those bathrooms and their original inserts. It didn't matter that things were quirky. I, I put chandeliers everywhere. There's chandeliers everywhere. I took no, out all the I fans mean, and put chandeliers everywhere. I mean, I... I got a chandelier happy. Well, your boss bought a house and didn't want any of his chandeliers. We took them all. I despise chandeliers. Okay, that's fake news. You like chandeliers. You do. You just don't like bumping your head on them. Or hanging them. Well, we have a little extra things that we can hire electricians now. So. Okay, well, that just feels like wasteful. We should probably just. You're not going to hire Tom to do all the lights for this new house? No. Oh, sorry, Tom. He went and did the fans today. But that's because he had to run new lines and put a new switch on there. You don't want me to do that. Yeah, well, Tom, the electrician, is very helpful. Oh, he's awesome. So I will call him if we need to so you don't have to B-I-T-C-H. So, anyhow, all of that personality, everything you read So because you spell it, it's not explicit? I don't know. I'll have to think about it later. Everything. edit yourself. It's really hard to actually find anything based on, like, how to set up an income property, like, a long term. But anything you read, it's it's builder grade. It's nothing special, like buy like run of the mill stuff. Don't make paint everything gray or white. But what I have found with our renters over the past six years is they like personality, and they may not like the salmon pink closet, but they're renting, and they just like to have some type of personality because they're renting and they're not painting and it's not their forever home. They like it and they embrace it. So with this one, I'm doing the same thing. Go ahead with the rest of your, you add, I said you add personality. I forget what you, how, what you called it. Make it nice. Yes. And appealing. Right. So new appliances, new bathrooms, make everything clean, get a new toilet. It's $150. Just buy a new toilet. Little things like that go a long way. So you can get in and you can tear everything and we tore out all carpet i would never put in carpet into a rental i would never put in um honestly like hardwoods like crazy stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean if it's there absolutely right but that kind of maintenance is not a good situation mm-hmm. we always do butcher block countertops because i make them this mm-hmm. is the first time that i'm not making them we found pre-made ones um you know whatever but i, I normally i make the countertops because it's cheap it's cheap and they're pretty and I'm pretty good at it. So like it's, and it just takes a light sand and a, and a oil in between renters. Yeah. 
So, um, and honestly, our first runners at our at our first income long term, they loved oiling it to where like you don't even have to oil that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still beautifully it's oiled. So pretty. They love it. I mean, they they said like we like once a month would so oil it just because we like to do it because mm-hmm. the smell and look and everything. So, I mean, you know, you get good people. Obviously, they help take care of your stuff. Sometimes you get people that you know don't take care of your stuff. It's just, it's the same for that's, there's a lot of, you know, commonalities in um, the short term and long term, but for long term, you definitely want it to be durable. Mm -hmm. That's why we have concrete floors because Mm -hmm. it's a concrete subfloor. It's a slab. And we let dogs and that. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Animals. So, but even if you don't have animals, you want it like, it's durable. You want it Mm -hmm. to be able to take a beating. You want it to be able to quickly be turned over. You want it to like, you like, Easy maintenance, easy turnover, easy update, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why two colors in the short-term and long-term rental. And then try to save the colors if you can for the uh, long-term one. But at the same time, you know, try to buy enough paint to just get it done and move on. Because most of the time you can't just touch it up. You have to repaint the whole wall. So mm-hmm. then you end up just getting a new color anyway. So I wouldn't recommend having like a ridiculous amount of paint left over because you're just not going to use it because you'll have to buy more. It'll be, it's a whole thing. So just try to like get it painted, get it pretty, durable, functional. And, um, you know, the other thing is I would, uh, recommend getting the warranties on the appliances because renters, you know, you're buying the cheaper stuff and renters seem, you know, tend to be a little bit rougher on things. So then it just, has a plan, you get a phone call, they send it over, they fix it, and they take care of it, and you move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that simple. And it's so, the same principle with the the feeling safe and clean. I mean... Absolutely. Like, let's say we just wanted to turn this house over, we cleaned out all the stuff, and we wanted to rent it. We could have done that. We would never have done that. But we could have done that. It was livable. Someone was living there. I wouldn't call it like Right. I, if you wouldn't live there, I wouldn't do it. Like, there is yeah. some common decency that needs Absolutely. to be involved there. They're like, listen, it's going to be an extra $5,000 to do all these things. Mm-hmm. But for that $5,000, if you stretch it out over 30 years, which is probably the life of your mortgage, you know, what is that? Not a lot right. of money. So, like, just shut up. Try to get it done. Try to stretch yourself a little bit mm-hmm. just to get it to a point to where you feel really good about it. Like, if you yeah. wouldn't move your mom there or if you wouldn't move there yourself, then you probably shouldn't do it. That's a really good thing. Or... I mean, think about who you're trying to bring in. Are you bringing in a, like, are you, is your target a family? Right. Are you in an apartment complex where your target is, like, single women? I mean, think about what you're trying to achieve here and make sure that it's clean. So fresh paint, it doesn't cost as much money as drywall and all, and it makes a huge difference. Mm. It smells clean. It looks clean. It's it's fresh. We have a potential renter already lined up. He was talking about taking them by tomorrow. I said, please don't, because we'll scare them. It's not ready. It's not ready. It's still scary. There are stains from dust from where pictures hung for the last 40 years. I mean, on all the walls. And that scares people. It doesn't scare us. We're just like, oh, gosh, we'll just paint it. We'll clean it and paint it. But it scares other people. So until it's fresh and new. And then Goodwill.com is your best friend. Or shop, shop Goodwill.com. I've never 
we've never done a property for long term, like from scratch. And I'm finding doorknobs and outdoor lights and faucets. And I mean, I'm talking new in boxes and like beautiful thing specialty lights and ceiling fans. And I'm going to save us probably a thousand dollars just by spending $50 on the ceiling fan instead of $250 on the ceiling fan. I need four of them. So it's not, it might not be exactly what I want, but if a ceiling fan comes in and it's in pieces, I can spray paint the blades like to match. Like it's not a big deal. It's a long-term rental. I'm not trying to make this like full aesthetic. On the flip side, I want it to feel comfortable and, and nice and thought out. So for the design for this, I'm going with a, we lime washed the brick the cedar on the front, we're painting a dark, like, dark green, or like, dark gray with a little green. Nope, it's green. And the door. It's green. Right now that I painted as a bubblegum pink, but we were going for a dusty pink, so we're going to try to change that. And same with the inside. It's a light color on the walls because we'll be able to touch up nicely. Yep. And all and the trim will be up. dark. It's a very dark house. It's a very dark house. Or the trim will be a, a it's not dark, it's a type of green, but it hides scuffs and I mean if the paint chips will touch it up but for the most part I mean the trim I like to have dark trim it doesn't show grime or dirt or anything right. like that we're keeping all the cabinets that's easy you just spray paint them um, if you can bring them out if not chalk paint so you do when you're setting it up that's a perfect way to say it think about would you or your mom live there and would they feel safe and clean yeah so in terms of pros and cons I would say a pro is that, I mean, you have a guaranteed income when you have signed leases. Like, what are we talking about? Pros and cons of the long-term rental. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. You have a lease, so you have guaranteed income for this long. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in theory and it, in our experience, you have less maintenance. Mm -hmm. So it's less turnover. So it's less, I know. I do not talk to our long-term renters. No, not often. Not unless something goes often. wrong. And ideally, you know, like, like we said, if... You get new appliances and you keep up with all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff and you'd like still maintain all your all your items then you shouldn't have any issues yes so and you go in in between renters and do what you need to do fix oh. what you need to fix or yeah it's kind of like i like vanish for like a solid seven do. to ten days and i you just do, yeah. you know gotta go to work and gotta take care of this and, and like we're mindful like we know you know maybe at some point the ovens the oven is we don't know how long because your mom bought it when she lived there we're going to have to replace the ovens yeah. at some point. Like, yeah. So maybe in between renters, we hedge that. We did that with the HVAC system yes, last yeah. year. In yep, between yep. renters, we were like, we know this is going to happen. It's going to be we're bad. We're just going to we'll handle just it. do the whole thing. So you kind of think about it, it like yeah, that, too. that our HVAC guy goes, oh, you haven't done that yet? Like, really? He goes, dude, I told you two years ago to fix that. Because mm -hmm. he was coming to fix it a lot. So you are able to have that time in between yeah. renters to do that uh with a vacation rentals it's harder you run up in between week on weekends uh, or during the week sometimes and well, do updates when they need to be done mm -hmm. so definitely pro on that and then i would say cons depend on your area i mean it de like maybe you won't make as much money on then it don't do it right a lot of rental houses are in bad neighborhoods, too. 
and you don't want like right, you have then to don't do think it. Think about that. So I'm saying it's like you know if you're gonna have to, if it's gonna cost you hundred fifty thousand dollars to go to school, but your job after that's only gonna make forty a year, then don't do it. Yeah, and a definite con would be if there's like a hurricane or something. You have insurance about it. Yeah, but still, you lose. I mean, you still have to pay your mortgage. That's part of the insurance. That's why you got to get the right insurance. Okay. It's called lost income insurance. I mean, when Hurricane so, Matthew came through, we went over there, and there was probably four houses. There was one house that was completely dissected with a tree yeah, on the it was street. Gone. Yep. There was a few others who had trees through the roofs. Our house was unscathed. Our freaking yard was unscathed. Because we had trimmed all the big limbs. Mm-hmm. At some point, because we that was part of our maintenance, and I, I couldn't believe it. That was nuts. But if we had, if that had happened, then like it would have been devastating. Oh. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, it would have been very bad. But that's why you have to get the right insurance. So you have insurance mm-hmm. that will fix all your property. You have insurance that will cover your lost income because if you have a set renter and therefore your renter is not going to pay because they're gone because something happened, then you can still get that income to cover your mortgage. I mean, it's a whole. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you. Cover yourself. Cover yeah. your butt. And we've never had a squatter, but that could be a con. Yes. Yeah, that's that's knowing your local um and state regulations because, you know, I would never have a rental in California. Nope. Really? No. They could just never leave. I mean, I would, like, literally go rip somebody out by their hair nope, if you'd they go to leave jail. my house. You'd go to that's jail. That's insanity. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you just have to be smart about it, know what you're doing, kind of think about the process and what you're doing. Um, and how you're doing it, and it'll, you know, if you plan accordingly, it works out. So, can you think of any other pros or cons for a long term? I mean, besides investment portfolio, obviously, like retirement plan. I'm about to say retirement plan, you're building investment, um, you're building income, you're building um, equity every month. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the con is obviously, you know, sometimes you don't have a renter. So do your best to have a month or two in the beginning, if you can do it, which we never could, um, try to, before you purchase it, have a month or two back up mm-hmm. to where you can, I mean, ideally you have 12 months. You know. Ideally you can cover all your mortgages if you don't have any renters. Like if, if mm. nothing is rented, you can cover your mortgages. Right. That's the ideal situation. However, you don't want to have to. Because, right. like, we could do that, but then, like, we might not have food for money for groceries. Like, it would be really tight. We're in a tight situation at the moment. We need to get that thing rented before the mortgage, first mortgage payment is due. <laughs> yeah. We may or may not be a little bit risky sometimes. Yeah. We like to push the envelope. It's Kira, really. She <laughs> likes to come up with these ideas to where we kind of push ourselves to the very limit. All right. Please. I'm pretty sure that we've covered everything. That was rude. Uh, I'm not listening to that. It is late. I'm sleepy. <laughs> as and it is entirely your fault that we have forged this path into real estate. And I am blaming you and thanking you at the same time. Well, as Tiny said, Dad been working really hard. He's sleepy. And she's correct. I know. So good night. Yes. <laughs> well, whenever you listen to this. Thank y'all for listening. We know it wasn't like a super fun, exciting one. However. Had a great time. It is real conversation from what we've learned. And listen, there's other people who've done this way longer and, and way I more than I feel like us. there's probably stuff we missed because we went off on such a flipping tangent on the vacation thing. So if you have any questions, let us know. I mean, the whole... 
the biggest thing with it, I mean, truly, we had no idea what we were doing when we decided to buy a rental. We just realized that, hey, like, like Kira said, one night's hotel stay was the same as a mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. So, like, all right, well, you know, if you do the math, there's six home games, two nights, that's 12. Hey, look, that's 12 months of a mortgage. Mm -hmm. Simple math. So, let's just buy some and see if we can, you know, somehow make some money on the backside and it'll help us. And so, from there, we've done a lot of dumb stuff. We've Mm -hmm. messed some things up. Mm -hmm. We've crunched ourselves. We've run up credit cards. We've done no interest flips. We've done all the blah, 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 blah on the short term and the long term. I mean, it's just the way it is. So Mm -hmm. we had to learn the hard way. And so if we can help you not have to learn it as hard as we did, you know, we're happy to help. Well, I think we, we chose the hard way on purpose. We could have waited. A lot of people wait. Oh, we definitely could have waited, but that doesn't sound like fun at all. No. And in terms of the long term rental, why didn't we just sell that house? Well, we wouldn't have made enough money on it. Right. We made more money on the roll than we did. Don't get me going. Well, everything has a reason. Everything has a purpose. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why we're happy. I mean, I'm happy to help. I love talking about this stuff. I know. Oh, and taxes. Write-offs for a long term are different than a short term. Correct. So, just get an accountant. Just... Just get an accountant. I will say that yes, get an accountant. That's very helpful. But also, don't don't be ignorant to the situation. Don't not know what's going on because if you have a long term rental, and I mean you can get three thousand dollars a month. Congratulations, three times twelve that's thirty six. You now have thirty six thousand dollars of added income. Bravo. Yeah. That might have just jumped you up a tax bracket. Right. Because the way it is is that you there is no deductions you get straight income off of everything you can take as a as rent it's crazy so therefore you make like this much money allegedly but obviously you know your mortgage costs 2500 so you don't make that much money but you're taxed on that much money Mm -hmm. i mean the rental tax is like 22 percent or something comparatively like before deduction so therefore you know, it's not like a regular income, but it's still like, I mean, it could screw with you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just be educated, do your homework. You got to look at taxes. You got to look at income. You got to look at where you're, you know, demand, no, supply, that's like a, all that stuff. We didn't even talk about finding a tenant for a long term is way different than putting mm, your short term. Background checks. I mean, background checks. And if you feel so bad, bad juju, like walk away, walk away, mm. say like, I'm sorry, it's already rented and lie or something right. because... <gasps> Tell a little nice white lie. God will understand. Hmm. Uh, but yes, there's all sorts. That's what I'm it's saying. it's not there's, worth it. I'm sure there's other stuff we've missed. Like, we had a neighbor recently come up to you and say, like, we picked the best renters. I go through that's their background check. Kira is crazy. With a fine tooth comb. I find their Facebooks, and I look back as far as possible. Like, I know their brother's sister's, like, or sister Like, I know their entire family story before the, and like, if any of our tenant past tenants are listening, like thank you, and I'm sorry, but I, we're it's a risk we're putting somebody in a house that we own, and it's a house that we own, but we also love the people around it, so we don't want yeah, them. Yeah, we like all our neighbors. Yeah. We don't want anything to to bother them either. So anyway, so extra tidbits that we forgot, and of course, and added at the end. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, our email address is thehemstackings at gmail.com, and I will forward them to you because when it comes to taxes, which we're not experts, get an accountant, especially if you get multiple properties. Um, But we do our best. And if you like being hospitable, you'll be a good landlord. If you don't, 
don't do it. Hire a management company. You hire a management company. Yeah. Because and we have absolutely no information on that because we've never done it. No, because I am a management company. I love when people say, what do you do? Everything. I'm not sure. <laughs> what do you do? Shut up. Not carpentry. I'm a real good painter. Ask my back how sore I am after lime washing that house oh, the other day. Oh, great. So are you mother. still talking about that? Oh, it still hurts. <sighs> I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thanks. <laughs>